Welcome, Welcome to Art with <laughs> Fiona Verity. Say it again. Fiona? No. Fiona Verity. And Julie Nicholson. You're you good, fine. Claire. Yeah, I'm good. Didn't you want a shot of tequila? Nah, I'm no. <laughs> so we are here today in Claire Brody's house in West Pimble. Thank you for having us, Claire. Yes, we've just had some beautiful blowing pastries oh mate they were good and a beautiful cup of tea thank you um claire brody you're an australian artist based in sydney you're predominantly a landscape painter who draws a sense of peace as she deciphers the complexities of nature i've got this off your website claire her paintings reflect her emotional experiences she creates order and harmony by the use of reduced saturated color schemes in striking combinations Claire is an observational artist using scale and placement to create semi-abstract works at still time. Do you agree wow. with that, Claire? Well, you put it on your website. You must have... <laughs> yeah, look, it's interesting because when you start painting, it's got to reveal what it's about to you. You don't automatically know. And I think a really large part of my practice is writing and reflecting on what I'm doing. So I not only have my sketchbook where I'm sketching and drawing from nature but I have an equally, maybe even more important sketchbook, which is just words. Do and you? I'm, yeah, I do. I'll show you afterwards. Yeah, I know, I've got reams of them. Oh, I forgot to show you my sketchbooks. Oh, what That's a great cool. idea. Yes, I've got a lot of Are you good at art statements? Yes, I do all my own art statements. And that's what I was going to say. So don't, you know, if you're looking for an art statement or what your artwork's about, it's already there. And so I was just starting, I've just completed one show and I had to write the statement for that. And I'm starting a new show, and then I have a working title, and I think, well, what what is that going to be about? I already know when I'm in a series, I'm already thinking about the next series because it's moving anyway. It's moving you towards something. Yes. And so, you know, I have an idea, but then I go through what I've been thinking, and it's all there. So, so do you have them in separate books, Claire? This yeah. fascinates me. So you've got lots of books filled with words, yeah. and lots, lots of books. books filled with images. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Because I kind of smush the two together. And that's great too. Yeah. But I think... What um, are you writing? About what you think when you're painting? What you're thinking of painting? Everything. So everything that's happening in my head. Because everybody's artwork, whatever it is, landscape is a vehicle to who I am. What I'm showing you, why being an artist is so vulnerable, is because it's showing who you are. You're revealing Mm. and you're putting yourself out there. Definitely. And... You know, some people get it. The people who always get it are other artists. Yeah. They always get it. And they look at your work and they can see the vulnerability there. Mm. Um, so I'm painting me. And I think the advantage of coming to art maybe a bit later in life is you've sorted out who you are. And I think you can stand behind yourself because in, in past lives I might have been quite criticised for who I am and now... I can just be as tight, only retentive as I possibly can be and produce great artwork out of it, or what I see is great. What reflects me, because yeah. I, what I want to be is me. Well, that's funny. So, that's one yeah, of my questions, questions, actually, yeah. because I'm like, is your work you or is it an alter ego? No, it's me. It is you. 100%. I am so sorry and apologise to everybody who met me <laughs> previously in lives. We finally got here. Here it is. This is what I am. It's me. So what? you're very much in control, or you want to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, it's revi- but it's control. See, even though my artwork's tight, yeah. it's not. There's a lot of mishap and there's a lot of discovery along the way. I don't course. sit there and go, this is what this finished artwork's going to look okay, like. Okay, great. That's what I wanted to ask you is that, so do you know where a painting is going before, do you know the finish before, when you start? No. You don't? No way. Yeah. And I don't know where a series is going. And it's not until I'm sort of three quarters of the way through that it reveals. And that's what I was yeah. sort of saying earlier. So like... You know, these daytimes one in Heartscape turn into nighttimes ones, and then yeah. these bright coloured ones for pause and br- pause, breathe, turn into white. You know, they just all evolve. And, and that's, you wouldn't do it otherwise. It wouldn't be exciting. You wouldn't be engaged. I mean, the thing about an art practice is I'm 100% engaged 100% of the time and really quite an adrenaline junkie. It's yeah. such a still practice. And I'm in my mind having a party. Yes, definitely. And that's what keeps you going. That's, that's what drives the passion, yeah. the obsession. Mm. The it's an obsession. So you're, so you're like us. Don't have a social life anymore. You're not interested in talking to people. I think it's really interesting. When I first started painting, you know, and I remember thinking, 
I'm not painting as much as everybody thinks I am. And then when it tilted and I went, I am painting so much more than anybody knows I am. <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, if you take out the time you're thinking, the sketching, it, it's it's not good. I mean, it's, no, you know. It, you. It, Never it, do your cost per minute. Or yeah, whatever yeah. It is. Well, it's not even the cost. It's actually, you know, we have to be whole people functioning mm. and that's really, really important. And it, you have to have... Everything in check. You have to have spiritual, mental, and physical in check. I believe mm-hmm. for sustainability. Mm-hmm. And there's times where it can go under the radar, and you can just really mm. go for it. But yeah. then you need to come back to a level position, especially yes. when you're raising kids. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's all got to be part of yeah. it. But, and also, yeah. you have to have life experience. Obviously, everyone's had it before, but you have to continue life experience because otherwise, what would you be painting about? Almost yeah. like there has to be parts of your life that is not painting. So I think Heartscape, my series Heartscape, was the biggest um, revelation to me because we went to Tasmania and we went with a full family and one member didn't turn up and it was a really hard situation. So we were on holiday, ready to go, and we were one member short. Won't go into too many details there. But I'm looking, uh, we went to the National Park, to Huna National Park. We're on this boardwalk where you're up high. And there were these most amazing trees, which I probably hadn't seen from that perspective before, and in the distance is distant view. And I thought, look, I'm stuffed here. I'm a mum. I don't know how I'm going to get this whole family. What's the vehicle that's going to take us through this? And I had this understanding that this view was going to hold me and heal me, and that's all I knew. And I couldn't even paint it for a year. It was a year sitting there. Mm. And then in a year's time, I could paint it. And then... It was called, you know, I got the title Heartscape to start with. I then um, actually made a V as in how we draw the symbol of a heart. Yeah. And then, then actual organic heart shapes turned up and it just became this whole thing and it was reflecting my life and it was, you know, and it was backwards and forwards dialogue with the artwork and with the series and it was great and mm. it, was, it would never have come without that situation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's got to be a catalyst, doesn't mm. it? Otherwise... Well, let's go back, Claire. So yes, let's start at the beginning. So obviously you had... You were born. You, yeah, you were born. Um, did you go to art school? Yeah. No. So I, I've i looked at art school, I've counted, I think, three times. So when I was 18, I wanted to be an artist. Yep. It's one of those situations, I wanted to be an artist. Uh, I remember Dad taking me to the Archibald. I saw Brett Whiteley when he won it. Uh, and I would have been quite young then, and mm. I just identified with that and yeah. really thought... They were your tribe. You yeah. Felt like, yeah. I thought, yeah, this is good. And then, but I didn't know how to get to it. I mean, I've always sketched, always done that. So when I finished school, mum took me, I think it was Sydney College of the Arts at the time, and there was a lecturer there, and he said, uh, well, you're coming here, we will break you, and then we will put you back together. And I thought, ooh, okay. <laughs> I thought, what does it be broken? Does it sound appealing? Not sure about that. So we looked at it, uh, and then I didn't, and I found interior design, and it was a great, a great career for me and my personality. Yeah. Um, and I've worked solely with architects for twenty years, so it was interior design, but I was working with architects. Yes. So I think you can see the sensibility of that in my work. Mm. Yes. So junctions are really important to me. Um, the way things go together is really important to me. Obviously, light, shape, form, all those things have carried through. So I worked with them. Now, I did lots of courses. Um, the National Art School summer courses were fantastic. They, yeah, yeah, still are. They were awesome. Yeah, fantastic. So I did Adam Cullen there. Um, yes. They were all great. And then when I had an epiphany to become an – this was the time. So Adam yeah. Cullen had told me – when I did the art course, I had a chat whether he thought I could take it forward as a career. And he said, don't do it unless you really, 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 really want to. Mm. Because it's going to take all of that to do it successfully. Did he mean that from a commercial perspective or from an emotional or both? I think, it, I don't know, it's very hard because Adam's passed, but yeah. we really connected that week. Yeah. Like we had a huge connection. Isn't that interesting? Because you said earlier yeah. that you just thought, I am never going to connect with this person. And I s- no, well, I just thought, why would he connect with me? And it was really interesting. I was the last person in the group and he'd gone round everyone else and I thought, you know, he was exhausted by the time they got me and I had my portfolio there going, please, can you have time to look at my work? But we did connect over, over and we really, you know, it was great. And he, 
he unleashed something into me. He gave me some confidence, um, and we had a great week, you know. Um, but he just said, "Don't do it," because I think he knew if I was going to do it, I really wanted to do it. I wasn't going to be half-assed about it. No, you you clearly got an amazing work ethic yeah. and drive. Yeah, and if you're going to do something, you're going to put 110 yeah. percent in. That was it. So yeah. he kind of got, he knew that. He, he knew kind that. of he yeah. kind of got you know. So he just said, do it. And I, I took that quite seriously, you know. And there was another question that when I was with where you guys were working, that someone said to me, are you an artist or are you a designer? And mm. that stalled me a bit because, you know, I was both and I wasn't quite sure which way to go with it. But I literally had, you know, one of those epiphany moments which it was now and it was the time and I was going to go and I was going to go hard and I had a baby. So there wasn't time to do the study and I just had to accept that I had everything that, that I needed at that point within me mm. and I was happy with that. Back to that book that I keep myself, that's my mentor. So I literally, I read, you'll just look around the house, there are art books yeah, everywhere. everywhere. I love that. I just have art books everywhere. I am re- All I do is read art Same. books. I love it. So if I learn something, then I'm writing about it. So... And then one art book, you know, I've just, you know, you do America, you do the 1950s there, it was so exciting. Then you hop over to England, do the 1950s there, and then, you know, you can do the 1980s in America. And, you know, I literally read through. Then I've done the gallery reading and, you know, so I read specifically to educate myself. And it's amazing how many people don't actually read art books. They're an amazing read. A lot of people Uh, just flip through them and I'm like, I I only have one rule. I have one rule. I can buy any art book I like at anything. And I, I range in costs because I'll go to second-hand book course and then I'll buy them online and they can come into the house as long as I read them cover to cover. Yes, that's a good rule. <laughs> so you're educating yourself, you're, you're giving yourself the art history, I've education. Art history. Yes. I, I have no issue with art history. Right. It's, that, it's the other side of the, you know, you have to be able to also reflect on your artwork. Part of having an art practice is to not only do your artwork, you need to know where you sit in art history and so, so say you, I showed you that painting that's a white and white painting. Yeah. Uh, the first white and white painting was done by a Russian in 1930-something, you mm. know. And it's good if you know that's where that genre came from and that you're adding to something. You haven't made that up. No. You're speaking to something. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of my work is so funny. You'll paint something and I will have found a discovery and you'll find this all the time. I'll go, wow, I discovered that. And then you'll reflect on it and you'll go, like, there's a shape I do and it has a hole in it. And I just think, you know, it came because the shape laid on a shape. And then, I, you know, it was such a... And I thought, hmm, a bit Barbara Hepworth, really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. so... Well, that's right. You're speaking to other people's practices and mm. because they are before you, it is, it's better not to be ignorant about that. It's, it's better well, to know. Definitely. And I, I was on a workshop with Idris. I never know whether I get it right. Idris, Idris, Murphy. And he was so um, informative by saying you need to think about your family tree of influence. So start at the top and think about who floats your boat. Is it Picasso? Is it Matisse? Is yeah. it... You know, and then and then travel down. Who then painted being influenced by them? Yeah. And then you make yourself your own little art it's family true. tree. You do. And it's been so useful, mm. that piece of information, because, yeah, I am a Matisse girl. Mm. You know, I'm obsessed with him. And it to be. It, well, there's your cutouts, isn't it? Yes, Because exactly. you're talking about cutouts. Exactly. Yeah. But it yeah. makes sense yeah. and that you want to mm. investigate and you're hungry. Do you think you're hungrier for knowledge because you didn't do a degree in I've always no. I think that's just the way my mind is. Yeah, you're an investigative. I am. I am, and I just you're a thinker. I'm a huge. You know, is that why you do a lot of yoga? Yeah, I do a lot of yoga. Yeah, it's part of my art practice. Definitely. Yeah, a lot of Mm. walking, a lot of yoga. (coughs) I need a lot of exercise. Yeah, that's definitely part of what I need to to do it. I do. Yeah, Yeah. it's all part of it. But yoga is very much part of the art practice because I do it first, then I go to my art practice. Oh, so it gets you in the zone. That's how she. You've yes, I'm going to get my mat out. I've got to start doing more yoga. Well, because <laughs> we're talking about influences, like who, what artists have, do you think, really come down your into tree? Who's yeah. your family tree? Look, the, when I had, had this epiphany to start and within a year or something, I went to the Americans' um, exhibition and I saw my first Milton Avery. Yeah. And I must admit, for me, that was an aha because... He was a real colourist, which I think that's my strong point. I really love colour. Mm. Um, and I just think he wasn't 
so concerned in perfection, which is mine's gone more to an exacting thing. But when I started, there was something there, and I definitely got a book and poured through that. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've gone on, I think I reflect. I look at Giorgio Morandi with his, you know, his little. Um, I'm looking vases. Yeah. <laughs> what am I putting here? His jugs. The stillness in his work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can, I like works that are still. And I mentioned Barbara Hefworth because she was an organic um, sculptor. And um, I think some of my works become quite sculptural, the mm. um, more simplified ones. So I'm always sort of reflecting. I think but when I think of concepts, because I'm also – I love a conceptual side of art, and I think Ellsworth Kelly. And I think, mm. he, you know, he was given a room and told to paint any painting he wanted, and normally he'd paint that big work all the way around the walls. And he put an artwork on the floor and just raised it, tilted it, and that totally speaks to architecture. I was going to say, yeah, that's simplistic. the architect in you, isn't it? Yeah, that just that just that just floats my boat in such an extraordinary way. I just, just but an art that. can change so much about you know the, within its environment, the way it's hung, the way it's placed. Mm. You know, you take the painting out of the studio, yeah. and we were talking to Alan Jones about this. How it's a bit like a boat when you've got it on the back of the car on the trailer, it feels enormous, mm. and then you put it in the water, and it feels tiny. That's true. Mm. And the same thing happens Scale. with paintings. Like, mm. as soon as you hang them, it's like plating food. Mm. You start eating with your eyes. So, if you just throw the food on the plate, it's not mm. going to be as delicious. Mm. So, have, you know, your work would change an environment, change a, a, mm. a space. And I guess that helps with your interior design. Has that fed into your work at all? Um, I, undoubtedly, it must. I think yeah. every. Every single thing you have been before comes into your art practice. Yeah. So it has. But the funny thing is when I was an interior designer, I felt like an artist, but I didn't have an art practice. Yeah. So it's really interesting. This whole when do you get to call yourself an artist is a really tricky yeah. point for everybody wanting to be an artist and all the terminologies, you know, that you yeah. can go along with it. Uh, so I always felt like I was going to be an artist. Yeah. That was very, very important to me and – you know, there will be people out there who will be going, yeah, she bought the pants off with that for years, you know. <laughs> it just, it was. It was always on my mind. But um, it will have come through, but you're in my house and it's not an overly interior designed house. So, you know. No, but I like that. I yeah. like that. It mm. looks lived, it's lived in, but it's not, um, I can see your character. Yeah, so interior design wasn't the most important thing to me. No. Yeah. I wasn't. I, re- I had a great career and, you know, I loved working with architects and I got to travel and I had beautiful clients and I really, really enjoyed it and it was right for me at the time. It carried me safely to where I am now mm. but yeah. I am far happier, far mm. more fulfilled, mm. more myself being an artist. It's a bit – in high-end and commercial things, it's different but – I find the whole interior, like, it's so accessible now for people oh, to do their right. own homes. It's, totally it's a bit sort yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. interior designer seems as, a bit... As soon as the lifestyle... Um, but I wasn't... I was worked with architects. Exactly. It's so diff- completely I, different. Know, yeah, so I, I, I call it interior decorators are the cushion fluffers. Yeah, and then yeah. They probably all send hate and mail to me now. it was very now. hard for me to buy cushions for this house because I'm not a cushion girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fluffy person. I'm not a tassel swinger. I'm not interested. But then you're a designer or you're a decorator? But yeah. you were a designer. Yeah. <laughs> but interior des- um, designers, I mean, they had, do have amazing vision and spatial awareness. They are, you know, yeah, artists in their own amazing. right. A very 3D spatially aware and amazing. And, and that, that, that was part of the problem because... <laughs> I have special awareness, but not in myself. I'm very clumsy, so <laughs> that just blows me away because your work is so I know, clean. And I'm dyslexic, and I used to walk down. You, people will laugh if they worked with me because I would literally they would walk down and hit every single um, workstation or anything on the way down because I couldn't stand in the middle of the aisle. No, because I'd be thinking about something. So I'm so in my internal world. And the more I paint, the less functioning I am yeah. in society. I swear, I, you know. <laughs> someone's gives me to great do. hope there, Claire, because yeah. I sometimes think I'm losing my mind and then I think, well, I'm just in my own mind. Well, that's, well, that's right. it, but you yeah. might have to come and fish me out. I always lived, you know that's how right. we've got, um, you know, our phones and they say you're living two lives. No, I had it well done before then. I was living one life in my mind and one world out there. You know? Yeah. It was definitely two dialogues that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Car trips, I'm great. Just leave me, give me a window. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah. My Bring mum can on. do an entire plane trip. She's quite a yo- Yoda. 
A plane trip from England to Australia, no movies, no music, no podcasts, just looking out the window and looking at other passengers. Love it. Yeah. Talking my language. She's yeah. so zen, your She's mum. so zen. Yeah. Mental. She must talk. Oh, talks all day, like yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so when you started painting, how is that different from where, where you are now? Well, I've just saw one as we came in. We'll yes. Put it on the Instagram. Yes. Um, I, look, I, I think it's all about having a sustainable art practice. And I think the thing, the missing key for me, I think when you're working and otherwise occupied, you're trying to do a painting. It's got to be great. Do a painting. got to be great. And they're not related. Whereas when you've got an art practice, the one work's not important. You're working in a series. You're working in a body of work. You're having a dialogue. The pressure's off. Mm. Uh, And and it's fun. You know, you're literally painting a work, having a dialogue, painting the next one. You're not thinking about that one because it's leading to the next one. You don't need to finish that one until you finish the whole series or you can – there's total freedom in how you approach it. And then, you know, you've got a designated space, you've got your time, you've got your respect from your family and your friends, and it's there, it's set up. It's a very different experience. Mm. Once I had accepted that's what I was going to do, it, it went so – it was like it just went so quickly. And I just went, oh, really? That was it? But did you feel different? We were talking about this as we were coming over, how – I forgot what I was going to say. You know, that how when you get there, when you achieve, sorry, when you achieve something and then you've got there and then you're like, oh, I thought I was going to feel really excited. Oh, yeah, no, that. I was saying, like, yeah. is there any point in an artist's life? Like, where do you feel like you're going to go, oh, I've got yes, it. I've, I've got it, it. I've, I've got done it, I've got there. Or, or should you maybe not feel like that because otherwise you're never going to push yourself? Look, you've all got a vision of what you think an artist is. Mm. Yes. It's not that, let's face it. It's, <laughs> it's like everyone had a vision of what parenthood was going to be. That's everyone true. Had a what marriage was going to be. And yeah. it's never like it's that. It's never like that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not like that. And my friend who's an actor, you know, I used to go and watch all the, play, all the plays and then big musicals and she go, I'm so, you know, I know what's behind. I know yes. the magic, whereas I didn't, so it seems magical. Yeah. So that, that, that's just, that's that. Exactly. Um. But, you know, you have a goal mm. and once you receive, you know, once you've got there, mm. you've got to A, maintain it mm. and that's hard work. And if you're with a gallery, it's really a relationship, yes. you know, and getting with a gallery is significant and if you get there, you should celebrate. Mm. Um, so this is going to sound really silly, but we celebrate everything in this household. My whole family celebrate with me. That's so beautiful. if we, we've just got a new gallery with Scott Laurie. Mm. Celebration. Uh, you know, one of those works sold at their group show, straight up the road from Lamington. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to because, yes. you know, no one, you can't sit there and scream about it, but that's really important to, to me and my family. That's yes. great. We're happy. Um, that's good. That's that is so a good idea. Good. Yeah. Agree. Little milestones cake. that yeah. you never fail to never. celebrate with cake. And I think the other thing is, when you have an art practice, what you're really looking at is the energy of that practice and you need to sustain that energy. Mm. So all of that, all of that comes back in. So, you know, you got in the art prize. That comes into your art practice. Hey, you know, that was good and, you know, it steers you on. You need to look at your energy levels. It has to be positive and it has to be free-flowing. Yes. And it can't – and also, you know, as we were talking about having some art buddies because it can't just be about your art practice. It's good if you're working with other people as well. Mm. All of that's part of your art practice. And Definitely. You, you, and you were also <clears throat> talking um, to us as we came in and met you about um, looking after yourself physically, yeah. which is something we haven't actually talked about. And it's, um, well, mentally and physically, mm. which is really interesting because, you know, our hands are... Our, our yeah, and there's been a perception that, you know, I mean, it's, it's a silly perception, but, you know, a long time ago you had to be some crazy crazy genius to be an artist and that is not true Mm. i think it's i think look that's two points there so the thing about genius because i you mentioned another podcast i was thinking about it let's call william turner a genius Mm. yes okay he was before his time he went could draw anything and he went from abstraction through fog maybe but he got there himself yeah let's call that genius right um so but uh, that's one Mm. and the rest of us, you know... Minions. Well, it's it's going to be that line again that we're all finding. You know, there's a line within that. And, yeah. But, it, but we all have... 
it'd be boring if we all had the same thing. And, you know, yeah. so you actually, I think part of your art practice is working what your strengths are. Mm. And it's all, a lot of it's editing as well. So mm. if you're not good at something, stop doing it. You know, literally that's not part of the practice and then mm. hone on what you're good at because, you know, if I had started, I always think this is fattening, fa- fascinating. I don't know what I said there. Um, <laughs> could have been anything. Um, if I had started my art practice 10 years earlier, it would have been very different to what it was when I did start it. Yes. It would have been yeah. – could have been as good or it may not have been as good. I personally think my art practice relies on the skills that I got in that last 10 years Definitely. of my work. Yeah. And it's given me a point of difference. Other people aren't doing that. Now, had I started 10 years earlier, I might have done averagely okay doing what everyone else is doing. Mm. But that's not what, what you want. You want to find out who you are mm. and – Give that as your offering and for that to be enough. And you've got a hunger like Antonia, yeah. who you're very good friends with, and she's in your art tribe, your, yes. your gang. Yep. She's like, I haven't got time. I'm, I want it now yeah. and I'm getting it now, mm. which I think is awesome. You know, it's like, why should we wait? I think to – I think, look, as I said, we've got several personality types. It would be interesting what – the correlation of what what is shared, and I'm going to call it drive. Yeah. I mean, artists are so driven. And I think part of it is you have a lot of driven people in the world, right? And a lot of artists don't fit into that world. Mm. You know, I did interior design and I was pretty successful at it, but it was never truly me and it was quite an exhausting way to live my life. Mm. I mean, I really had mm. to psych myself up to keep going at it and, mm. you know, but you need to – that income you need to live that's that's how I did it uh but it didn't mean I didn't have drive but it just it's just hitting a a wall all the time whereas art you can be as driven as you like no one's going to say stop no one's going to say put your paintbrushes down no one's going to say don't go for that no one's going to laugh at you you don't have to tell anyone if you're doing it but I haven't met anyone and I'm meeting quite a few people these days that don't have a burning passion to Mm. do it Mm. And it's burning. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how the perception of an artist can often be wafty and as if we're all sort of, you know, loping and around. They're out there too. Yeah, Yeah, but that's great. And that's really great. And they should be – that is perfect. But it will reflect where they are uh, in their art practice. Very true. And, you know, not all artists – and this is the thing, it's because it, you've got fine artists, commercial artists, and, mm. you know, and, and all yeah. those different layers. Um, but you'll find the people that – let's call it the gallery system. The people that are in the galleries, yeah. it has to be – so it has to be a two-way relationship. They are working very hard for you. Yes. Studio Gary, Kerry Armstrong, just – I've never worked a heart. She is just beyond, you know. Yeah. Just try and keep up if you can. Uh, she's <laughs> Isn't that she, great? Yeah. Well, you had to, and you had to match your energy, desire, passion with your gallery. You do, and because you can't. Yeah, yeah. Because it wouldn't work, would it? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just starting that relationship up with Scott now in Auckland. Yes. Mm. So how did that come about, Claire? How did you? Did they approach you? It, this is the weird thing. They DM'd, you know, you hear that mm. happening to other people, don't you? And, it never, it. and they did. So, yes, I... That's look, one for the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cake. Yeah, that's, that's a cake. That's a, a solid lamington right there. So, <laughs> no, no, Scott's, and Scott is lovely. Uh, Scott, he's, he's um, Scottish. Basically, he could just read me the shopping list and I'm there. It's just his <laughs> yeah. accent is just oh, lovely. He's lovely. Dreamy. He's really, he's lovely. Um <laughs> I just love his that because my mum's Scottish, so yeah. she's like, it's like listening to my aunties. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. great. So, yeah, so that came through that way. And everything I've ever done, so Kerry found me because um, I was in Inside Magazine. Yep. And then someone at Kerry's Gallery lent out an artwork and that got into the Dulux colour thing. Scott had seen that. Score. Yeah, that was yeah so Scott saw that and then started following me. So every little thing you do is just another little pinpoint yeah. that can be a possible connection. May mm. not be, but can be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. They, everything's been linked. So mm. how did you start exhibiting your work when you started painting? Well, so my idea was as soon as Locke was three, I'd start – I took a part-time job at Boona, which is working with adults with disabilities. Yeah. So I had that for eight years. And the girl that helped me get that job, Leonie Harris, was an artist. 
and um, just fantastic. And she said, we're going to do a group show. And so she was the driver and we went with three, there were three of us and we went and put a group show on the W Gallery. Meanwhile... I don't know that gallery, was it? Okay, that's at Waterloo. Oh! It's, it's not for profit. Yeah. It's a privately run and you just rent it out. So okay. we were just looking at a rental mm-hmm. space and it's a terrace and you could have two floors mm. and, you know, I actually found putting on my own exhibition exhausting. Well, yeah. You've got to be everyone, haven't yeah. you? It wasn't for me. It just wasn't. Mm. Uh, and I was a bit oh, – I wasn't happy with the experience. Uh, it wasn't about the sales but just wasn't happy with the experience. And then I had joined um, a networking group – not a, a mother's group for creativity, Creative Mothers it was called, I think. And one girl there, another artist – now, this girl's with you teaching, Yali Ohana. Have you met her? She's at the Willoughby Arts Centre. Oh, no. She's an artist, yeah. Yali, I, I think I have these angels, and Yali was an angel, and I just, I was saying... Beautiful name, isn't it? I know, yeah, she's lovely, yeah. beautiful hair, lovely person. <laughs> and I just, I rung her, and went, okay, confronting, not quite sure where this was going, and she couldn't make it, she had a baby, so I'm going to come out and have a look at it. And so she came out and looked at the exhibition, and she said, there's something here. And then she paused, she said, I'm going to find you a gallery. And I went, <laughs> yeah, who does that? Yeah. Who does that? And um, sure enough, she then rang me and she said, listen, I've met Kitty at St. Cloche and I think it could be a match and don't you embarrass me. You get out there and go say hi. And um, I was I love like, it. how love gorgeous. It. So, you go, girl, and she pushed you out the door. <laughs> I've had a few shoves. Uh, anyway, so uh, I did and I got um, a Great. solo with Kitty. And that she wasn't representing at that time, so I did that. And by the time I finished that, um, Studio Gallery then gave me a call and the thing about the studio gallery is they were just opening their first gallery at Cheltenham and I got to fly down and go to that opening awesome. and then they had an opening in Armadale and I got to go to that opening and then they had an opening in Sydney and I got to go to that opening so you know it's just it was just I think you you need to be working hard you need to be making your network um, but you you do need good fortune Mm. Yeah, I don't care what you say. You do need Definitely. that. You need that something extra. Yeah. But you also need to be ready. You need to be ready to be able to take on the gallery. You, yes, your work needs to like, be ready. Like, and yeah, you could you could approach, you know, five galleries in Sydney, and they'll all say no because possibly it's not the right time for you, or the or the work's not there yet. And I think that's okay. You just got to keep going and yeah, keep pushing like, yourself. Most you? people I know, but look, it's be so antiquated but it's always better if you're chosen than if you push of Mm. course because what a gallerist is trying to do is plug a hole in their gallery you know that they're wanting they've got a clientele they know their clientele and when you come out you think i want to be with this gallery in that gallery and you probably don't they're probably not the right fit for you you're very right um you know going to openings is a good idea so when before i got any galleries we went down to uh, melbourne's been very very good to me i mm. love melbourne and i don't it was an immediate two way relationship with melbourne i flew down to melbourne without having a gallery without meeting Kerry, nothing to do with that and i went around i know more galleries in melbourne than i do mm. probably sydney i just went around the mall again sketchbook went with me mm-hmm. and i had this is the A gallery, this is the B gallery, this is the C gallery, this is who I met, this is who I introduced myself to and just did all of that. I didn't do anything but I knew, I knew the lay of the land and Mm. then I did the same uh, with the Sydney. So, you know, I was ready to go Mm. and I had the information but I was doing it because I loved it Mm. because I decided I'm going to be serious about this so I didn't know anything so I better get to know it. Well, And you're enjoying the journey. This is how exactly we feel about the podcast Mm. is that we're doing this because Mm. we really want to. We're love talking to artists about their work so and no better way to find out how to to be an artist than to ask people and we we go to a lot of openings now and and you know see people we've seen before and that's what it's all about you've got to be in it you've got to know your um contemporaries you do the curators and it's fascinating they're all great people it's so fun and they're very generous i think the thing is that people I, I think artists spend a lot of time by themselves. So when, true. They, when they do get out, they do like to have a chat. They do. Because they've been in their own heads for so long. Mm. No, I think artists simply think art is fascinating. Yeah. This yeah. is just, it's just so funny. And, I, and why would you bother to talk about anything else? Why would you talk about anything else? <laughs> and it's a rude shock when 
<laughs> you rest of your friends go. I know. Shut up. Yeah. And so if you've got someone who says, "Hey, I find you fascinating. I want to talk about it." You go, "I have got some things to be telling you." Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then you get excited about talking about materials. Yeah. yeah. Bring it on. We're talking about Speaking about Yeah. Materials. You, you go, segue, you go for God's sake. No, no, you can say it. Go, go on. on. <laughs> We've always got to have a little row, Claire. What is what you're actually going to say? Go on. No, I can color. I wasn't going to say that. You go. Seriously, go. <laughs> Speaking Christ. of which, can you tell us a little bit about your materials, what you enjoy using? So I'm, I use one product, which is Flash. It's a type of, it's a, well, it's marketed as a French paint. That's paint. the brand name. Yeah. I assume that's where it's coming from. You never know, do you? Um, <laughs> Say France. It sounds yeah. good. I know. It does. <laughs> Flashy. Uh, and I love it. It's a matte vinyl paint. Uh, what was really important to me was the fluoros. So when mm-hmm. I was young, I had seen a Jeffrey Smart and he'd done the little oil. It was a small Jeffrey Smart and it had the oil, um, I don't know what they are, bins. Well, they were bins that he'd painted, but they were bright yeah, fluoro yeah. colours. And I'd always pre-thought that I need some fluoros in my artwork. I just knew that. So I needed to have something. So I went into Parker's and did the research. You know, I was with okay. them and I said, look, I'd fallen in love with Matt through another way and uh, it wasn't working for me. The product wasn't stable. And so I knew I wanted Matt uh, and I wanted fluoros. And there's a few there's a few things. And so I started small. Um, I asked my very good sponsor, my mother, to um, <laughs> buy me. We negotiated. We thought she thought five. I thought maybe three tubs of it, and you know, so I got a black, white, and a fluoro, whatever. So we started really small, yeah. and now it's, it's all I paint. But I mix all my own colours. So basically, I just need the fluoros, two reds, two two uh, yellows, and whatever. I'm pre pre except and you're and you're quite oh. scientific by the look of your studio and your lovely little pots. Mm. You, you look quite scientific with your mixing. So the way my art works actually work is because I'm working in tones yes and so it is not about the color it is about the lightness and darkness of that color sure and so firstly you know I'm I'm looking at nothing is finished until the very last brush stroke which just sounds stupid but it all comes up together so every day I might bring up one color and make it darker it will affect everything else and everything else needs Mm. to move accordingly so I need to have um my colour mixes and then, then they go into other little pots when whites or blacks go into that to deplete it a bit more and more just so I get the right tone right. Okay. That's how they're working on yeah. tonal. Can you wash that with water? Yeah, so I leave my brushes. That's why it's fantastic. Oh. So Because I, I, I have a home studio. I could say. I mean, doing the oils, I don't think it would be healthy in this environment. Mm. I always – look, I, if you'd asked me, I was going to be an oil planer. I was going to use the palette knife. I was going to use lots of oils. And now I flat. Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It is. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. You do. You often you think that you're going down a path and you yeah, yeah. completely yeah. change direction. But you're, so you're, if someone didn't know your work, how would you explain it to them? Like, what, what would you say? Um, that's a really, how would I explain what I'm looking at one? It's, it's, it is basically fundamentally landscape. It's about energy. It's about stilling the moment. And there's a huge component of spirit, spirituality. 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 I need a drink of water, not alcohol. Um, yeah, I always said it's contemplative artwork that mm. stills time. Mm. I still stick by that. I think that's what it is. I'm trying to still a moment. I'm very um, tied up, not so much, but I used to be tied up in time and how time worked yeah. and how it did. And it was a big sort of obsession when I was sort of nine and ten. Uh, and so I'm, I'm trying to take that moment and then that link to the spiritual side of us. Because the landscape never stops is something I always think when I draw it regularly. So mm. when you're drawing from life, mm. you know, the, the sky is always moving, like the ocean never stops. Yeah, and I'm trying to still it. Yeah. So I think that's a good way of describing your work because you are, you have, it's like you've done a magic spell. Bang, here, yeah. this moment, this second, right yeah. now, look at me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, um, I was going to segue onto that, it's connection because I feel connected to nature mm. and that's what grounds me and I'm trying to ground. I think my art practice secretly is just grounding myself in this world. Mm. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm just trying saying, to understand it. Yeah, I exist 
here by doing this. So to me, art is a doing thing. Mm. So it's funny that it ends up on a wall and we all look at it. Mm. But for me, don't become an artist if you want to have an exhibition. That's not what it's about. Being an artist is because you actually want to sit in your studio for hours on end painting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally. It's, it's a verb. It's a verb. Ooh, it's a I verb. like that too. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree, agree because yeah. I think that's right. We all get so much enjoyment out of it, but that's part of it. The part of it is that you are just loving this physical act of making, doing, like, mm. and it continues. I just can't it? imagine not being able to no. make things. Mm. I had a vision the other, well, talk about vision. I've got really bad eyesight and I wear contact lenses and I thought, God, what if I, I what if I go blind one day? And I thought I'll just, worry. you know, teeth You'll with be the brush. Doing sculptures exactly, with your exactly. I know. It's I'll just, get, it's a bit frightening out, though. You, you know, you just think, wow, I've got, you know, um, I would really panic if I couldn't do it. You'd find a but way, you, Julie. Because the thing is, because we're creative, I mean, the whole thing about an art practice, everything that you do about it, even the way you fit it into your lives is a creative process mm. because it's not easy fitting in art into no. your life. And, you know, a lot of becoming an artist is also gaining respect from family and friends. That's what you're doing and it is of value. And, you know, for the first couple of years it's quite tough yeah. just to even – you know, because you, 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 A, you're second-guessing yourself. I mean, you need the girlfriend. I have the girlfriend, Sarah, and I used to ring her and I used to go, okay, let's go over again. Am I deluded? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Should I stop? <laughs> Will you tell me? Yes. Yeah. If I'm embarrassed. <laughs> We're thinking this, this every, every day. day. Yeah. And we, that's a natural part of it. And you know what? The fun thing is, and I bet, you know, when you start your art practice, you're showing everybody. It's just exhausting. What do you think? What do you want? You're getting all – and you just don't need to. Yeah. You, the day that you decide not to show people and just stand behind your own work, it's a nice thing for them and it's a nice thing for yourself. That's true. You could, yeah. yeah. You, is, otherwise, people second guess. I think you, that's right. You've got to be uh, proud of what you're putting out. But I always think as well, I come back to the – always the greatest inspiration is that i'm gonna die one day and for god's sake get over yourself you love what you do just do it for god's sake like there's no there's nothing to be scared about just do it well julie that's, what I, that's the whole time thing here <laughs> yes <laughs> this is what i'm telling yes. you well, yeah. I, yeah it is it is you know if you if you are trying to be back to truly who you are and if you're getting older is about stripping away all that stuff that's non-important to you and getting back to who you are, it is It is almost, it's a way of living. It is, that's why it's a vocation in a way. That is true because it is, it's choosing you as you are choosing it. But having an art practice is a meeting of two things mm. and there is something that happens in a designated space that you create as your art practice and your, it's, it's a fascinating even mm. though i have it it's hard to talk about it mm. but there is a spirituality to it that is a connective to it. and well, it's, it's, true. it's your it's, offer it's, this is your offer even the wording so um like a yoga practice it's it's the same structure in the sense of it is a, i think we we struggled a little bit with the word practice to begin with because we were a bit like, is that art wank? Mm. But then we kind of understood it, I no, think. No, it's not. It is. It is that. Because I do a yoga practice. Yeah. And life is a life practice. Yeah, exactly. Because, mm. I mean, you screw up life all the time. You and do. then you decide. But you're practicing. You're yeah. just trying to get better in within yourself. You are. And it's the people that, you know, and there's a lot of people, and I really, God bless those people that don't. Don't have to try. Don't have to do anything. I was never one of them. <laughs> I wish yeah. I was. Um, but for those who get it right, then you don't have to. But for those of us that are trying to wrapple around in what, what the world's about. Yeah, why am I here? Why am I here? Point? What am I doing? Yeah. You know? And then you have – and another really important component is accepting it um, because once you've decided it, then you have to accept it. You have to say, this is it. Okay. This is it. And it may not be at this level or yeah. here or whatever, yeah. but you have to be humble and encompassing enough to say, thank you, I accept this, and then run for your life. Definitely. Yes. Well, and Michael Reed said, you might not emerge, and that's okay. You know, there's lots of people that... Is it okay? Come on. Do you want to get any 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 caterpillar going, you are staying at Caterpillar <laughs> for the rest of your life. You are not yeah. getting to butterfly status. Well, that's because who wants to be a butterfly? As soon as yeah. you, but then as soon as you become a butterfly, you die. So <laughs> I think that's okay. If that's the deal, 
That's okay. Yeah. yeah. That is the deal that I'm just you know, trying to make myself feel better, Claire, if I don't emerge. No, but it's funny. <laughs> let's get I know, you out there. Yeah. yeah. No, Come on, let's get you out there. I know <laughs> what you mean. The I'm all for getting out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think I I'm think what he week. meant I'm, is I'm, that not everyone makes it but that shouldn't uh, uh, what is whatever what, it is yeah. yeah whatever it is it's so elusive and um i don't know i think it's just it, it's self-doubt and all yeah. this stuff is is so hard to grapple with sometimes but my i always think my friend's dad when i grew up was an artist mm. and i always remember thinking oh he always listened to like really cool music that we yeah. listen to yeah and he always seemed to be like someone you could chat with on your level. And I feel like it's almost like chasing youth because you're so curious. You're so um, curious mm. about finding out what life's all about. It does keep you very young. It I do- think 18, does. 90 year old artists are no, very youthful because they're at, always yeah, looking and true. checking and yeah. finding out. You're aware. You've got you're your engaged. Eyes. You've got your yeah. eyes open. You're engaged. And the thing is, you're always learning. Yeah. You've never nailed it. There's nothing more attractive, something that you can't nail. You can't get it sorted. Um, you know, it's good, yeah. you know, because if you get it, if you get it all, what's the point of doing it? You know, That's right. you, you can never get it. So, yeah. how would you. Um, Keep, what would you say to listeners that how do you keep yourself going when there are the tough days? What would be your advice? I see it I, I see it as energy and I see it is that you're putting lots of different things in different baskets. Okay. I mean, so you've got some art prizes going on, yeah. you've got an exhibition coming up, you've got a group show coming up, you're going to have a coffee with somebody, you're finding you know, a documentary that's exciting, you've got your next art book. And I really believe there are these little dots specifically there for you to get you to the next level and what you have to be is receptive to that these people came into my life beautiful people that owed me nothing Mm. and because I was enthusiastic and excited wanted to be enthusiastic and excited Mm. so if you can keep that that level Mm. people will want to engage with you Mm. and if you Go off that level, and then mental health comes into it. That's fine. Self care. Yes. No one can stay together the whole time. Take a step back. Mm. You know, it can be. You can just incorporate that in your art practice. There are no rules. No. You can go and take a month off, take a year off. Yeah. It will still be there when you need to come back. There are mm. no rules, so make up your own. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think it's important, and everyone's situations are different. And totally. life, you know, trying to fit in art with certain people's lifestyles or you know mm. they might be carers or so it's it's whatever you can do yeah, and it's always changing isn't it it's never the same you're you know like with children you always think oh it's going to be so much easier in the oh, future it's always going to be easy and you've got to avert you guys look i don't know yeah. it, it, it the comparison culture is hard mm, especially w- with internet it is really hard. And, you know, it's nothing more pathetic than a middle-aged woman getting upset because <laughs> another middle-aged There's woman nothing more pathetic. is doing Because they got into the bloody art prize. <laughs> What's that you piece know? of shit doing? <laughs> that exists in Sydney, that exists in Australia, that no one gives a hoot about overseas. I mean, yes. go global. Keep looking bigger. Um, and, yeah. don't, and, obviously, and obviously, look but don't look. I mean, there is a point where stop looking. Yes, I mean, I you know, agree. You, you, if you, there are artists that don't do Instagram. There are mm. artists that do Instagram. I've, I've kind of learned to make it my friend. Yeah. I've made it part of my art practice. I see it as more of a calling card. If you yeah. like my artwork or you want to connect with me, have a look, have yeah. a deep dive, and then maybe pop off. You know, that's yeah, fine by exactly. me. But don't, it doesn't have to be anything more than that. Yeah, it's no. like a visual business card. It, that's I how think I so. Totally yeah, that's how a I good see. idea. I agree. And yeah. I think because it's so accessible and it, mm. we find when we're – looking researching it's mm. like it's great because you can like go right back mm, exactly you can find some nice little gems that can be good good conversation starters mm, mm. and i i find it's more important than a website now because the website was previously the business it, it was it look and i you know because they're out of date before you a lot of people don't do the websites anymore mm. i set mine up so i, I do keep i look i i see again Website will suit some people. Instagram will suit some people. Mm. I, I then I don't do Facebook. I choose that one. No. You know, so you've got to choose. What I think suits and do you. yeah, and do what you're doing well as yeah, opposed do to doing well. yeah. everything. 
Yeah, exactly. But, you know, bring your creativity to it. And you've got to do it so you enjoy it. See, yeah. I mean, who knew? I quite like a hashtag, you know, exploring space, wasting your time, <laughs> artwork that steals time. Oh. You know, I actually like sitting down there and having a good think about what this means. Yes, I love a hashtag. No one's going to get it. It's yeah. okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I like the, the comedy in the hashtags as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> My kids are always like, oh, they're so cheesy, Mum. Stop hey, it. Bring it on. I love a good yeah. cheesy hashtag. <laughs> bring it on. Yeah. Well, let's go back to your actual paintings Mm -hmm. so you said that you're filling up sketchbooks um with words and and sketches is that how you do you then use that as a starting point or it's just by osmosis you've recorded it and then you start a painting onto the canvas first yeah so basically so pause breathe which is coming up in august um started we were given a beautiful gift from a neighbor to go to their property at pete's ridge and oh. I and uh, lovely. Mm. So I took a Japanese sketchbook with me, and um, and they had a pagoda outside. Oh. Yeah, you know, it just they should do it as an nice tree. It was just gold. Yeah. And so I started from one end of the property to the other, just sketching all that. And Beautiful. So that's the starting point. Uh, and I don't know what it is. There it is. I don't know what it is. It's, it's a sketch. It's a watercolor. Uh, and then, but that was a starting point. And so then I'll hit a canvas that's white. I'll put a few marks on it, you know. Yeah. Start process, and then it's better if you start, you know, more than one, mm. you know. And I'll do as many as I can fit in in my studio, which is quite small. Just get going on it, uh, and then slowly it reveals. But you know what? The painting I showed you was that big white one. If we put that on Instagram, the, yeah. what struck struck me was um, this huge tree had a big girth on it. And I could put that slightly off-centre. And then I almost had two rooms in the painting. So then I created this distant room with sort of a heart in it for one end. And then on the other side of the painting, it's all close-ups. Mm. So I was doing two perspective points in the one painting. And I, I thought that was exciting. You know, mm. I just thought, wow, love that. Yeah. You know, but then I could pull uh, the close-up and make some artworks off that. Then that distant view, I could pull some artworks off that. Mm. It's just this evolving. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know. It's the answer, but that's kind of what I'm yeah. doing. Do mm. you sketch like your paintings? No. No, it's funny, isn't well, it? I can't wait to see your sketch for it. I'm yeah, so it's, excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can show you one. You can show the painting. You'll go, yeah. oh, there's that tree. Oh, well, yeah, mm. that's that tree and that's about it. But the shapes are there. Yeah. You know? And then and it does get – obviously, the thing is, the further you get in the series, the easier it is. Mm. Because in a way, you know, it's sort of making boundaries and rules for that, that series. Mm. And suddenly you start to understand what the series is about. Mm. Do, you, do, you, far, you know. do you now get to a point where you stop a painting if it's not working or does that not happen now? Never happens. Never happens. <laughs> no. I love it, Claire. It doesn't happen. No, because I like to, because I'm going to work it out. I am going to wrestle with that okay, artwork. Yeah, so you won't, you won't quit. You'll no, no, no. keep pushing I, it till it But it, it doesn't look like you've painted over. Them. I know, because I do really loose watercolour. If you guys were out, I had some print to show you, but because it's a week on, yes. they kind of got yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all start really washy. Do they? Yeah, so they're really And light. then you I can figure it There's out. There's no commitment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any pressure there. That's, yeah, that's no, great. No, just really loose and happy and, you know. Ah, yeah. And then you go in with the thicker paint when yeah, you're like. And then the so lap bit's definitely right, so we go in there. Mm, and okay. Oh, well, that makes that not right, so then I'll go in there. Basically, I'm working my paintings. You know how they go light to dark? Yeah. I work what's not working to working. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That and makes sense. Then, That's why they're so clean and neat, cause my paintings are so, like, scratched and layered and so this so and that. Well, it's just a different way, but yeah. they're so – and, I mean, are you using the mile stick to stop the smudge and the – the mouse stick is basically to support my wrist because the work is repetitive. So I, I was worried at one point that I was going to not sustain the art practice because I was um, having mm. issues with my arm. Mm. And long story about how that all went. It was several things. But there's no problem. If you have the right support, so the yeah. mouse stick you know, allows me to paint longer. I, you've seen that I've I, – and I put it all up on Instagram for people to see. I have oh, taped my brushes so that you're not holding a thin brush. That's better as well. Mm. I have a swinging easel so that it can – you know, I can really get the, the nice edge on it. Uh, and I swim. I tell you, swimming is the best thing. I swim. I swim. Love That's swimming. so good. I don't swim. Very meditative, <laughs> I find swimming. I know. Don't like it. And I have to do laps. I can't. I'm a lap. 
lap in the ocean pool, I have to count, and yep. I just find that counting. Yeah. And by about the fifth lap, my mind's gone. That's it. And then I'm is. back for the right. sixth, and then the it goes. Dog. Walk the dog. Yeah. I do that Everyone's as well. Everyone's got yeah. the. No, but the, the, the swimming, I am surprised, because I don't like cold water. I'm going through winter on it. I'm, I am surprised how much. No one can get to you in the pool. My son still comes and gets me when I'm walking the dog. He's got a scooter on those electric things. He's, he's there. He's mm. there. Now, in the pool. Nobody can catch you. No, and my yeah. daughter jumps on me in the pool. No. If I take her, she's like jumping on me. She stealth bombs me while I'm on my like. My yes, like he's just on top of me. Attack the mother shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I do find it's the only place where I'm not listening to a podcast, not talking, not having kids. Like it's so quiet yeah. in the pool, just yeah. the breathing and the bubbles. It's I lovely. Love it. It's mm. the bubbles, isn't it? Yeah. It's that blowout. It is. Breathing. It reminds and, you that you're yeah. breathing. Are you good at meditation? No. See, I'm not either. See, this but is I find I painting my meditation. Yeah, I do too. And drawing. Drawing. So do I. Right. Go somewhere else. But actually sitting there and thinking on the breast not enough. But I also need the loud bubbles of the swimming, you know, to mm. be evident. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's so good. And then are you using any varnishes over the top? Or? Yes, definitely. So, but I just use at this point a spray varnish. Uh, I've got yeah. to say, I hand it over to Mal at that point. He does the spray varnish. The point. edges, you know, so have you seen my edges? So yeah. um, I use the painting tape on the edges, so I paint round because the works that go to Studio Gallery, they frame, but the works that are going to New Zealand, they won't frame, so they'll have beautiful... I'm very important that I love a beautiful, crisp edge. Yes, definitely. They frame your work at Studio Gallery? Yeah, they, they, it's, they have a... It's a totally different way of looking at art, and so they have in-house framers as well. How good and is that? So they have, like, a mothership at Cheltenham, and then they have these satellite galleries that they send the work out to. Wow. And is that so that the purchaser could change the frame option, or is that just... Well, they definitely could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they seem to... Look. They've never got it wrong for me. No. Uh, that takes actually, such a burden off. Yes, it's huge. Are you paying for the framing? Yeah, well, you can you can, or take it out of when they sell it. Yeah. So, but that's just such a handy thing that you don't have to yeah, go to the frame and bring it well, back. Well, that's, that's, that's the frame there. So, mm. Yeah, they're beautiful frame. So they've got a mothership gallery mm. and they send it off to other, yep. what, partner galleries? No, no, it's their galleries. They're just taking over the coast of Australia. One oh, how many have they got? Yeah. Three. Oh, oh, three. Yeah, three. Melbourne, Sydney, two in Melbourne, and one in Sydney. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah, mm. no, we've. I, we, I think Katie Razib's with them. We interviewed. That's right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah and do you always have you always worked on canvas? Have you ever? I love. No, I did board. Board. Yeah. So originally, so that one around the corner, I did with Ian yes. Cullen. That's board. It's all board. Uh I do love the romance of canvas. I do love a canvas. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's interesting, even canvas. If you want to talk canvas. Um, so I've been using the poly poly uh, cotton. Poly cotton, I love it. So yep, had a lot like paper. It, it's so smooth. Love the fair poly yeah. cotton, and uh, so the whole show um, for Melbourne is that. Yes, and then interesting for Scots, I'm not. I've gone back to a tooth. It's uh-huh. interesting. So suddenly, you know, I, you know, just decided I I've done that for six months, and now I want to. Yeah, there's something about this more tooth, and it's going to that will affect the outcome of the artwork. Absolutely. So yeah, I think what you select is really really important, and Definitely. don't don't get stuck on one. You know, just no. Mm. I, I really do like that polycotton. Yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting yeah. surface to work yeah. on. It, the polycotton for me, the only disadvantage is. I don't know how much more time it takes. More time to do a polycotton mm. because it's such a perfect finish. Mm. And I find just with some of the really large shapes that I get into, it's hard to maintain that complete surface finish. So yes. sometimes with a bit of tooth, it can help. You've got nowhere to hide, Claire. That's why <laughs> that matte, matte vinyl—it it drives. It's like gouache, isn't it? It's, it's like, and yeah. I love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I love a gouache. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love it. Oh. I even love the word. Oh. And you don't use masking tape. You just, you just. No, no, no. Everyone thinks. How would you do masking tape around a circle? No, I've never used masking tape. Yeah. It's, it's all around a circle. I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're not stenciling. That's you know. Oh no, 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 no. no. It was really interesting because if you look at my doodles, I'm always doing circles. Always, you know, I doodle nonstop yeah. the whole time. Uh, here with my fidget toy. Um, <laughs> I o- always do that. And someone actually told me it was a skill to be able to draw perfect circles. Not that they are perfect, but, you know, they're pretty perfect. And I was like, oh, good. Great, I've got something. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it wasn't Leonardo da Vinci. He could draw a perfect Pretty's circle, a bit, yeah. apparently. Yeah, so yeah. I love a circle. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see your artwork. Um, your yeah, sketchbooks. Um, so, Claire, what is on next for Claire Brody? Yes, 
Uh, so the 30th of August is the opening of Pause Breathe at uh, Armadale. Uh, and then I've, I'm in a group show with Scott Laurie at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's been lovely and that was exciting. And then I'm doing a solo show with him in Auckland and hoping to go there yeah, for that. Yeah, I hope so. Fingers crossed. And we've put April, April or earlier for that. Oh, you so, should be able to go. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's as far as I'm looking. And okay. And then, you know. I and t- how far do you get? Um, do you get six months um, notice to know for the next show? Yeah, I definitely need yeah. that because I have my process is, is not quick. I no. cannot throw out a painting in a week. Mm. There's no way. So this is a long process time. Yeah. And plus I don't work well under that kind of pressure. I mean, I could, but I don't choose to. Yeah. You know, I, my artwork, you know, I really – it's observation I like to reflect. So, yeah, mm. so the longer mm. the better. But, yeah, no, I wouldn't want like two years or a year out because you, you'd get too bored, you know – Definitely. Yeah, you need a bit of pressure. There's a, there's a there's a movement to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you need a, you know need a goal. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, shorter. To the goals really help. Yeah, because they pick you in. Definitely. Yeah, that's right. There you go. They make you accountable. Yeah, yeah. You, you're in. Definitely. Yeah. You need that, Fiona, don't you? A bit well, of you, accountability. You make me accountable. Yeah, I do. Uh, Claire, thank you so much. Thank you that was a great so chat. Much. Thank Honestly, you. I feel so. You I came feel like at the right time. Yeah. I needed I know. you this it's week. It's funny, Claire. isn't it? Yeah. We've I really did need you this yeah. week. Oh, I'm feeling like I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And now our little self-imposed residency is going yes. to be great. So we're, we're off, on it. We're off now yeah. to Karawang for two days. I think it's really... To draw yeah. and... I hope it goes really well. And I think it's really important to put the energy back. And I, I'd like to think that um, we all help to build each other up. Yes. And it's really, you know, I really women's, believe... women's circle, I, I think. I really believe in it. Yeah, yeah. I really do. For, and the guys can come in too. It's all fine, but I just think <laughs> if you can help someone who's beside you, below you, and hopefully someone helps you above, then we can all move forward. That's right. I and and it so. sh- That's right. And, and the more artists and the more people really curious and thinking deeply about the world is, is a great thing. It's a lovely thing. Definitely. Yeah. I think the boys can come in, but I do think it is women's business. So Fair enough. I think, you know, sorry, boys, <laughs> but... It's time for the girls to shine. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Claire. Thank Thank you so much. Please don't forget to rate and review and share this podcast. It helps my mum and her friend Fiona get more listeners. Thank you.